0: Good morning. It's, it's uh, my honor. Please have a seat. Uh, we are at the end of our Bloom series. Do you remember what the four basic lifestyles of a Metro member are? Do you remember what they are? Number one is what? Yeah. Daily devote. Man, y'all own it this morning. That's what's up. Somebody been training you. Good. Very good. First is daily devotions. Number two is... Weekly celebration. It was awesome. You talked about that. Wasn't it awesome? How many of you have found your Barnabas or your Peter in Metro City Church? That's good. And the third thing is weekly connection. All week we've been talking about being connected to the body of Christ. And the way we do it here at Metro is we have connection groups. Isn't that dope? The last thing is Training. Training is our happy place. It is our lifestyle. It is what we do because we know that we have not been where we are going. And so today, I thought, man, what an we actually it it just happened to to fall. On the fact that uh, the, the, the day that we're talking about training, we're talking to mothers. I think mothers are some of the dopest trainers in the world. If you love your mama, let me hear you. Let me hear you make some noise if you would. Let me see some likes, some hearts. Come on, you can do better than that. This morning, I was thinking about how many times did you have to tell your children to brush their teeth before it was something that they automatically did? Isn't that an interesting thing? Mothers really think really quickly, how long did it take you? Six months, two years, how long did it take you? Long time, somebody said long time. It's so funny. Uh, so today, I thought it would be awesome to listen to or to talk about moms who are awesome trainers. And so I thought we'd do it in a, in a, in a different way. Uh, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask four questions to four different people, and then we're going to be done today. Is that Okay. So it won't take long. Uh, the first person that I'm going to introduce you uh, uh, is, uh, is, is a very special person. And uh, I'm sure that you're going to get to know uh, this person even more, especially because I am who I am. Man, if you would, please, if you would, just for me, just, you know, do you love me? All right, cool. So just for me, if you would, please make some noise for the love of my life, Sir Frederick Chauncey Brown. Is that all right, Dad? Can I hug him? It's okay. <laughs> Please have the seat, if you Thank would, sir. One question. Um, today is an interesting day. You could take that mic. That'd be dope. Um, I we we didn't talk about this this morning, but I thought about this. Um, today marks the the a year from today I fell in love with this man. Uh, the reason why was because Mother's Day has always been a difficult day for me, probably for the last ten years or so. And I was really hurting uh, at the end of the of the night last um, Mother's Day, and um, we were talking, and there was nothing that he could do about my pain. But what he said to me was, he said, um, "But I can pray for you." And I was thinking that he would do it later, but immediately this man went to the Father on my behalf, and I was done. I was completely done for it in that moment, and I thinking to myself I think this is the reason why I said this is because it's a a perfect way to ask the question that I ask you and 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 because I'm thinking all the time all the time I I promise you all the time I'm thinking where did you come from sir (laughs) what um who was the person that taught you to be who you are um um hopefully you know maybe your mom's watching if not, maybe she can see it later um but uh I was uh thinking today, maybe just a, a quick question uh one one what was the most do you think the most important thing uh that your mother taught you trained you to 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 think or believe
1: a combination of loving who you are, loving yourself, you know not be ashamed of who you are, look yourself in the mirror. And also to treat people how you want to be treated, be kind, genuinely kind, be respectful. And those things have helped me get far. Uh,
0: Tell me why you think that's so important.
1: Communication is everything. You know, you want to be able to communicate properly. Um, Miscommunication stays in the shadow of communication. So it's so easy to miscommunicate. And it was very important to be clear you know, to kind of be, be authentic, because people can see it.
0: It's true, um, uh, and I thought it was important, mom, it, actually mom, it was mom's idea to do a guy, we didn't talk about who that guy would be, but I just thought it would be perfect to, to, to do you, specifically because uh, you're, you're, you were raised by a single mom, yeah. and that's a tough job. How many of you are single moms? Will you raise your hand, really? Will you clap it up really quickly for single moms, really quickly? The job is is double for you guys. I am, uh, uh, hopefully later on she'll see this. I'm absolutely grateful to you, uh, Teresa, for the man that you raised. Um, He's an awesome guy, and I look forward to seeing all that you will be, all that we will be. Uh, We are about six hours from being 90 days, and uh, I will no longer be a Johnson, and that's an awesome thing. If you would please give it up for Sir Frederick Chelsea Brown, if you would. Oh, you can do better than that if you want to. Uh, it's so funny. Um, uh, I didn't. I didn't think of it until this morning, and, and I really appreciate him um, uh, for for just jumping out there and doing stuff. It's it's another thing that I love about him is he's he's uh, he's very courageous and I love that. Next, we're going to talk to uh, a single mom. Uh, she's a pillar in the house of the Lord. Uh, if there's ever someone you need to get something completed, it's one thing to start something. It's a whole nother thing to complete what you start, and I think you know her, and I know her for a long, long time. We'll talk about that in a moment. Please welcome Mary Hemhill. See if you would all right uh mary how long have you been a part of metro
1: wow um i've been coming for 25 years i've been a member for 20 almost 23 years that's crazy tell
0: me uh how many children you have i have three
1: children and their ages um, I'll start with the oldest. Jonathan is 24, 25. He'll be 26 in October. Jonathan is 25, y'all. That's crazy, isn't it? All right. Uh, Anaya is mm-hmm. 23. She'll be 24 at the end of this month. Wow. And Anjanae is 22. She'll be 23. That's in amazing. I mean, I, July.
0: I remember when Anjanae was was born. Uh, was she reading it like one or something like some craziness like that?
1: One and a half two. It's
0: yeah. so bananas. That's good stuff. You've you've done an excellent job. Um, does, has she done an uh, done an excellent job? It's really good. Um, today we're talking uh, specifically uh, the the moms that we're going to talk about for the rest of the segment are. Du- are mothers of adults uh, but i think it's extra special when you can when you see a single mom um there i think that we uh there's a value that a single mom has that's different from a mom that is that is married and and, and, and i know that whatever the circumstances are the of the birth that doesn't matter the bible says that children are a gift from god and so I love the dignity and the excellence that you have carried yourself uh, all these years from the beginning to the end. And, you know, you, you just never quit. Um, but one question I think is super important, especially for all of us. Um, uh, I, I remember when my mother was teaching me to cook, she would say, Make, get in here and make this cornbread. One day you're gonna make cornbread for your for your own family and she didn't even know it, but she was seeding my dreams. Tell me what did your mother one thing that you think is the most important thing that your mother trained you to do?
1: Wow um, So my mother was a she worked she, um, I, My dad died when I was um, in my early teens. And so I grew up in a household, single parent household. Uh, My mother worked for Lockheed at the time. And when I got up in the morning, she was already gone to work. She didn't come home until after I was already in bed. And so she worked very long hours. She didn't teach me verbally many things. Um, She didn't know. She was raised by a teenage mom, also single parent. But what, what I did, I learned from the things that she did, and what she instilled in me was to be faithful to God. Um, all my life, I've known my mom to be saved, but I discovered as life has gone on that she had a past. She never talked about it, but she was all she was very attentive to making sure I was at church. My younger brother, were, were at, we were both at church, and in her actions, she was always involved in ministry, so... A lot of people say, Mary's just doing everything. She's all over the place. But it was what I learned from my mother. I watched her. um, And she was selfless. She gave her car to the pastor to travel to conventions. She gave her minks to members in the church. And so I learned to be a giver. I learned to be a servant. Um, And and that's what I watched my mother do. Um, She was the pastor's aide president all the years that we were at the church that I attended. Uh, until she died she was she was always active she was on the finance committee she was she was doing the most and that's why <laughs> I, I do, do the, the most,
0: most. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best that is the absolute best thank you so much man that was perfect that was absolutely perfect that's so good very good so awesome man that was awesome I was, I, it's so funny how you, you, uh, you see people you watch how they are what they do but you never know from where that stuff comes from you never know how important it is for who they are and who God created them to be wasn't that awesome give it up for Mary really quickly that's good good stuff This next mother I'm excited about uh, because she's special to me, specifically. uh, Just in a moment, I'll tell you about it. If you will, please put your hands together. If you love her like I do, y'all welcome. Please, Jackie Howard. (laughs) cute too girl thank you so much i appreciate you please have a seat um i'm i'm grateful to jackie because i promise you like frederick and i we met right before the pandemic literally on february 1st and by march was it by march that the city was shut down uh but because frederick had kept it he, he uh made a promise to me about hanging out once a week we were still together and i'm telling you where we were we was at jackie and john house it were weren't we? Yes. Seriously, and it, it's really dope to have people that you can um, be accountable to, and all of that. So I appreciate you, first of all. Just thank you uh, for allowing us to be in your new home and hanging out all times of the doggone night, <laughs> and uh, and hanging out. But I but I chose you because, uh, first of all, you started out like a single mom. You got married, and how many? Tell me how many children you have. Six. Ooh, six of them jokers. And um, if I'm not mistaken. Most of them are married with children. Yes, that's correct. And that's and that's really dope. So and so, how many grandchildren, children do you have?
2: Nineteen.
0: Good, googly muggly. You look good, girl.
2: Thank
0: you. Good <laughs> gracious, nineteen. Nineteen. Wow, that's amazing. Um, uh, we have heard, Frederick and I. We heard a lot of your story over and over while we were coming. Uh, Uncle John, oh, is he he's at work today? He's at work. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, but but it was dope to be able to see. I didn't know a lot of things about you guys' story and stuff, but what an amazing story it is. And now to come on this tie. How long you guys been
2: at Metro? 37 years. 37 years. Be 38. Uh, Thir- <laughs> now, it's 37 we was married 38, 37. Understood. <laughs> so you came
0: here when you were just married one one year. Mhm. Wow, that's yes. bananas. So you probably only had a kilo. We had well, John a here,
2: and little John was and three John. months. Wow,
0: that's bananas. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to know somebody. Yeah, I mean, I think that's super important, especially last week we're talking about connections mm-hmm. um, and relationships the week before. Super important. Um, having raised six children, my goodness, six children, 19 grandchildren, as a mom of adults, uh, tell me I think we'll we'll start with the second one uh, uh, tell me w- maybe one thing you do differently.
2: one thing I would do differently, and by the way, we are a blended family, okay so um but I would spend more time with them individually mm-hmm. because as a whole, you know, it was everybody got the same thing. <laughs> but everybody was different. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, one of my sons was, you know, I could just look at him. Well, I call him little John, but it's John. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would, you know, just fold uh, Micah and Demetrius. You need I bell. got to pull it out. Right. I got to go in. <laughs> uh, so I would have really spent more time with them individually. Just. Where they are, uh, and because I see it now, um one is more outspoken, the other one holds back, kind of mm-hmm. don't say much mm-hmm. and um, it's starting to come out now, mm-hmm. and I wish I would have just the, had had that mind set to to set aside time with them individually, take them out, just talk with them, and get to know what do you what think that would have done are. I think they would have understood. Where I was, <laughs> I'm sorry, because I look at when we talk between, when we talk about, they was just over the other day, um, and we was talking about how John handled them and how I handled them. Mm. And so they was like, John was like, you know, I'll I, I whoop y'all. He said, you did, but mama, uh-uh, mama. And I was like, <laughs> what? You know, I was like, well, I thought daddy did most of that. But... What, I, what I'm seeing, their perspectives is different. was different. And just to be able to hear where they really was coming from um, when they was growing up and not hold back and they did certain things that they didn't do. Then they do now.
0: Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So, so let's switch it up just a little bit. I th- thought it was cool to be in on a, on, a, on a positive note. One thing you know without a shadow of a doubt, you know you did right.
2: What I know we did right was train them up to love their family. No matter what we go through, we love and support one another. And we have been through. Mm-hmm. But they have been there no matter what, they have not um, ran and hid. They was, they've been in, in there with us. And so that was something we always talked to them about, even when they got into it with one another. Apologize, get it right, because we're family. No matter what you do, we are family. No matter who say what said, we are family. And we talk right there, truth right there with one another. We didn't hide much from them that they could understand. So... We always look for that out of them to be a support.
0: Have you seen that translate into the children that, you know, them uh, raising their own children?
2: Yes. Yes, I have. It is so funny. Um, J4 is the family man. Mm. We call him the little family man because he is the one actually got us going to the park together. Um, as a family on Sunday, so he'll call me Grandma. Can you check on Demetrius and see where they are? Grandma, can you call Auntie Kila? Is Auntie Kila coming this time? Uh, And he just go down the list. And I cooperate. He FaceTime me back to back. And I call and make sure or text, you guys gonna be there? I say we gonna be there. That's good stuff.
0: Man. Um, I I know um, a, a couple of your children are my personal, personal friends and time and space has not has not uh, made that different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm grateful for for the children that you have raised. Uh, you are an excellent, excellent example of a trainer because it didn't just start or stop with kids because y'all used to be known, your kids used to be known <laughs> as the bad ones. They was they was right along with the, the caucus. The baby kids <laughs> right but but, but you said, train them up in the way they should go, and when they went, they ended up being amazing men and yes. women of god so um yes. I'm, I'm grateful for uh for you being able to do that. yep, yes. thank, thank you so you. much for coming talk to thank me. Thank you because isn't that good man um it's so interesting um. Uh, I remember Christer and I were just having a conversation uh, just a, maybe a couple of weeks ago uh, something like what Jackie said um, and uh, she, she he said that uh, the way my father taught us is uh, we don't fight each other. If you ever want to get a, 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 a well I guess my dad told y'all last week he beat us so I guess I can say it today. Uh, if you ever want to get a beaten, fight each other or let somebody else Pick on your siblings. Uh, we did not. My mom and daddy, and my aunt, my aunt Bonnie. For some reason, I remember being trained to do that. We 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 play about each other. Is, is that good? So important. It's something that you need for your whole life. Um, and that's what I love about what's what's going on with regard to the trainings. We got one more person that I thought was super imp- important and appropriate for us to uh, talk to today. And of course, uh, man, it's my honor to share her with you today. If you would p- welcome my mother, Carolyn Johnson. She got her Mother's Day hat on today, y'all. <laughs> Listen, you need to sit on this side so we can see your hat.
3: <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Oh, no. Oh, she's so on the,
0: she's so on the to Sit down somewhere. Should...
3: Sit down. To... Granny, <laughs> granny, t- granny told me I look like a Church of God in Christ woman, and I said, Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Please have a seat while it's okay with you. Anyway, <laughs> that was no slur against Church of God in Christ. It's just that uh, I'll tell you a story quick. When I went into a holiness church one time and Bishop was speaking and they met me at the door and they gave me a cloth to cover my legs. The, the usher met me at the door and I said, oh honey, I won't be needing that. Thank you so much for your thoughtfulness. This is the Bishop's. Uh, motivation and so I don't need it (laughs) you know I had a reputation from then on anyway I love it I
1: absolutely love it (laughs) hey mom
3: how are you I am absolutely
0: wonderful I kind of let the cat out the bag but I but it'll be dope just to say it to you to you myself it's so interesting i always remember it that way and i don't think i knew it um when it was happening i only know it now uh teaching me to to make cornbread and then it was uh spaghetti and then it was chicken casserole oh wow you remember that? i remember it i remember it very clearly and back then um Cause I'm 46, so I was. I don't know how old I was, but they weren't doing rotisserie chickens already, you know what I mean? Now I can buy it and pull off the bone myself. Mm-mm. Right. The way my mama taught me was to buy the whole chicken, season it myself, put it in the oven, wait till it's done, and then pull the meat off of it and go from there. You know, I remember all, all of those steps and how much of this cream of this, and then in the cream of that, and then the sour cream, and then you got to put you listen, we got the fried onions now, but back then it was crush up the Crackers with the bottom of the cup oh, yeah. in the bowl to make it uh, crunchy on the outside. I remember. Wow. Um, but but the thing that you were doing was you were seeding my dreams, mm. and it's um, it's precious. It's a precious precious memory to me because cooking is something that I love to do, and I know without a child of doubt, know as sure as I'm sitting here with this microphone, that Frederick Brown sitting right there, because. Oh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying thank you <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's something that we have between us, and uh it's it's something special, but it started with you. um and it you, I don't know if you were thinking that it would be uh, I don't know if you ever doubted whether or not it would come true. I remember when I was twenty three. We had a, qu- a conversation in the car. I'll never forget it. We were riding up La Vista. This
3: child's mine. She remembered when she was 23. How many of you remember all that stuff? Remember all that? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, well, I was, we were riding up La Vista, and
0: I asked you, did you think I was ready for marriage? Mm. And your answer was, was, I mean, you didn't even think about it. You you immediately said that I was. And what's interesting is it's 23 years later. Oh. And and it it but it so I don't know whether it was my own self sabotage the timing of the Lord, uh, all of that, maybe all of that in between. Honestly, it could have been all of that mm-hmm. that ended up being that this time, uh, the dream that you seeded when I was a child in mm-hmm. this moment mm-hmm. is coming true. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that I'm grateful to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were, like Chris said, the first person to see that dream for don't, me. Don't
3: don't start crying. Oh boy, oh, okay? well, I
0: can't help it. I'm your child. Like I don't <laughs> I don't I don't have no problem with with shedding tears at all. But I just I want to say I love you and I honor you this morning.
3: Thank you. I appreciate it. I want to say to you that dreams have no expiration date. I just read that uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm so glad that the Lord, when he makes a promise, he keeps his word. We're, yeah, we're the ones that get anxious about time because we only live in, within time and space. But God is outside of that. He's not worried about that. One day, this is a thousand years to him. It's no big deal. And as long as he keeps his promise, he's all right with that. Right, look at my guy. Look at him. He's so wonderful. No. He don't want you to have. Him. thank you. You're, You're such a blessing. This guy is already a blessing to us. For those of you who are uh, wondering (laughs) about Sir, I love that, Sir Chauncey. Uh, Sir Chauncey Brown, uh, we call him Frederick, sometimes we call him Chauncey, Bishop calls him uh, Chauncey, but he has been, uh, Bishop has been spending, uh, I'll say, minimum of five or six months every Saturday with him. And he is an awesome young man, and uh, it's a joy to have you in our family and for me to call you son.
0: Uh, One question I think is important, um, especially for mothers everywhere. Uh, What I love about the way that we're doing church now is we have the ability to literally reach the world. Uh, Because Facebook has, 75% of the world is on Facebook. Um, So today I think it's it's, it's special because it's the first time. We're we're worldwide at this moment. And all mothers everywhere need to know,
3: what is the, even, uh, oh, you you have a new grandbaby. (laughs) Yes. We just got back from L.A. Um, We spent 19 days, which is the longest that Bishop has ever been away for a child. And uh, we welcomed uh, Mr. Luca Flynn Johnson to the world. <laughs> it's
0: really, really dope. Um, and, and so we've talked, today we talked to a man who was of course raised by a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to a single mom We've talked to um, a, a married mom of adults who have children, mm-hmm. uh, but today specifically as a, as a grandmother, I think it's important to, uh, to be able to answer this question and for every mom to have this in their life. I think people aren't thinking sometimes when they name their children, they're not, thinking that they're going to have to fill out an application or, you know, <laughs> th- any of that stuff. They're thinking about the little cute little center in the face and the boo uh, But right? But you're not thinking about the child going forward. What do you think is the most important thing uh, as a mother, as a grandmother, that it is your job to train or to do?
3: Um, I was... Bishop and I were talking about it on the way. Let me let me digress for just a second. Just take a little uh, side road. Jackie, I just told her this on the way when she was walking back to her seat. I said the Corkers and the Howards had a reputation of being the baddest kids in the church, but I said, Jackie, you changed your children's literal reputation because you beat the brakes off of them. <laughs> and she was like, what, me? Yeah, we, we witnessed it, okay, uh, right here because if they were doing anything, she was right on them, boy. So anyway, um, and Mary, let me say, um, I did not know that your mom was gone in the morning before you got up and you were asleep before she got home. I had no idea. But the Lord promised that he would give you mothers, sisters, brothers in the body of Christ. And you have taken painstaking effort to learn how to raise children from the women in the house. And that is very, very important. For those of you who are young mothers, and maybe you didn't get it all either, but there are mothers in the house that you can uh, learn from. Now, to answer your question, I think the most important job that a mother has is to work herself out of a job. I think one of the worst things there is is a mom that is working overtime on a grown person. And that the the child or the adult be Begins to resent it because there has to be a time that you deem your child mature. That is your job, yes, to train them and uh, I was listening to the grunts of my uh, daughter-in-love in the back when you said, how many times do you have to say, brush your teeth? She said, mm, I'm still there. <laughs> Before they you know, before it comes a habit. Training means to do it over and over and over and over and over Penny and over Jackie and over and Mrs. Brown and over and over and over until it becomes a habit for the child. And if it doesn't become a habit, then uh, that's when we got a problem because some of you did not train enough for it to become a habit. Some of you trained your children to go to church, but you didn't train them to love God. And so we have to do a better job in training, but there comes a time that, you know, Christopher said, I washed his stinking butts, now that he's a groomer. I'm not washing, no. How old are you, Christopher? 43. I'm not, what, 45, how, 44, 44. how old is Christopher? 44, 44, I'm not washing no 44-year-old stinking butt, hello? (laughs) I'm not gonna be able to do that. And you should not, women, expect that your job should go on like that. There should be a time where you say, okay, he's mature now, he's got it. So you need to be very careful about your training. Training also means, Bishop has taught us, to touch the palate of a child. My grandmother fed me grits when I was little, mm. almost every day, mm. grits for breakfast. We didn't put sugar in it. No. It was butter, salt, and pepper. She Thank didn't you. put pepper in mine. Some of, you, some of you Northerners are rebut, rebuttaling already that it tastes better with sugar, but in the South, that's how we do it. We just do, I'll tell you, if we do add anything, it's a little cheese, okay? Okay, but back to the point, training is to touch the palate of a child, and the, the reason for that is to train their palate so that when they get older, they won't return, they
1: I remember, won't
0: forget.
3: I remember how you did that. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to tell you really
0: quickly, Us, what it was, she w- we would say, "Just uh, you would say, this is what we're having for, for breakfast or dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, we would say, well, I don't want those so-and-so, and you would say, I didn't ask you what you wanted. <laughs> this is not a restaurant. <laughs> That's what she said. And we had to sit at the table, until we finished our food, I remember sitting at that dining table on uh, 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 3261 Hollywood Road up there in Decatur on boring, off boring, and when my mama's feet fed me eggs, mm. I couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. But I love them today.
3: I promise you, I had eggs for dinner yesterday. I did. Listen, I hated eggs too when I was little, mm. and Grandma Lola those of you who remember, she lived to be 101. She would sit right at the table with me, monk, eat them eggs. And I would be, i wallow them around her mouth <laughs> until I want to throw them up. Oh, my God, because I hated the taste of them. But I love eggs today, too.
0: But, but what you said to us also was that you said, eat what I put before you because one day you're gonna sit and eat with kings and it will be an, an insult for you to reject what the king puts at, your,
3: at the table. Yes, ma'am, I did teach you that. And guess what? All three of you have been in the company of royalty. And I, this was me, this is my personal conviction that I was to train up my children to be in the presence of royalty because I knew that God was gonna bless them beyond me. Bishop taught us that we took quivers, took arrows out of our quiver and pointed them in the future where we couldn't go. And I believed that all three of our children would go far beyond where we could go. Tiffany is a much better cook than I am. She took the little that I did teach her and went bananas, as she can say, with it. Now I'm telling her, uh, when can you come cook some for me and your daddy? <laughs> and it's an absolute joy because she branched out and that's the way it should be with you. Your children should far exceed you and go way beyond you. And, and that's what the reason why you need to work yourself out of a job you can't be running behind them checking what they're doing and asking them when they're grown what is happening you should trust that God can see and hear and do way more than you can as a mama it is an insult for some of you mothers to have kept your grown children at a short reign let them go my
0: goodness um right before we do the last thing we're going to do today uh today was about training um and and just as mothers are one of the dopest trainers in the world I believe that we serve in a body of of God here at Metro City Church where training is our lifestyle and in just um in fact, starting next week, things are going to start to be different. So I want you to do something that uh, I like to do: just look at somebody square in their face, because I know you can't see them. In the, in the, but it's look at somebody square in your face, say, say, "Fix your life." Go ahead, turn to somebody else, look them square in the, square in their face, say, "Fix your life," <laughs> because we're we're getting ready. Oh yes. We're getting ready to do a, a, a new series of training, and, and it's going to be important for where God has us as a church going, and because we've never been this way before. Uh, so um, it's going to be important that you're paying attention to what's happening because training is going to start sh- super soon. Um, so because the basic lifestyles of a Metro member, the basic thing that all of us have to do, the foundation of not just of a Metro member, I believe of any believer should that you should have daily devotions. You should talk to the Lord, have a conversation, not just a monologue, every day. Number two, you ought to come and celebrate with the people of God and remember that you are not an island, but that you are a part of a whole. And then three, that you can't do it on your own. You've got to be connected to other people who will celebrate who you are and who you get to celebrate and be a part of a team. And lastly, training is our happy place. It is the place where we learn to become all that God has created for us to do. So today I thought it was dope that we would celebrate moms in this way as the trainers. Is that cool? All right, cool. So we only got two more things to do uh, before we're done. Um, usually what we do is we honor the oldest mom or the, long, the mom who is, has the most children. But I, think, I thought we'd flip it on, uh, just a little bit today. And I thought that we would spend some time um, in prayer for those of you who are in the building and you haven't gotten pregnant yet and you are believing God to have children. Isn't that an awesome idea? All right. Uh, um, uh, you, what do you think about me reading? Did I show you my text message today? I sent you uh, a rhema, something that my, yes. my, do you think I read it? Mm-hmm. Uh, my cousin sent something to me. Uh, you, you all know already that um mother's day is is tough for me but my cousin texted me this morning and she said that she had been praying for me and she sent a scripture um and, and in fact oh yeah it's song of solomon 8 uh verse 5 85. and i thought that it was really dope um let's read it really quickly right before right before we pray it says who is this one she arises out of her desert, clinging to her beloved. When I awakened you under the apple tree, as you were feasting upon me, I awake. I awakened your innermost being with the travail of birth, as you longed for more of me. Isn't that awesome? Um, I, I, I think it would be dope if we, if those of you who would have the courage to say, you know what, I'm, I'm challenged in that area, uh, and it's Mother's Day and it's a tough day, um, and it would be dope to to get someone to stand with me in prayer. If that's you this morning, uh, will you come and meet? Uh, actually, my my man, you're so. Johnny on the spot. Meet your bishop at the altar if you would and come come down and meet us there.